It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to today's MLB card in just a bit, but to put a bow on our College World Series conversation, want to get a little bit of help uh, from the cast and crew here. Uh, when it comes to Charles Schwab Field in Omaha, I'm wondering if that's more of a hitter's park than a pitcher's park. As I look at the dimensions, it's uh, 335 down the lines and 408 to center. And I mean, wind blowing, I don't have that off the top of my head, but uh, I do wonder if those dimensions uh, help one side or the other here. Hmm. Uh, will that be something that, that you expect to come into play later in the week once we get totals on the board? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, now, this is the same field that's been around for more than a decade. So chances are that has been taken into account. But as far as futures, I mean, it's like one of those secondary consequences, right? Like, as far as totals are concerned, that will be looked into. But are we going to look into that for something that requires that extra step? And that I have a question uh, with. So if, say, pitching or hitting matters a little bit more once you get to Omaha, I wonder if that's worth bringing up. Oh, uh, do you expect that? Is that why it's baked in with Oral Roberts? With the strength obviously being pitching, where it's mm-hmm. neutralized a bit. I don't know. No, I, and I'm yeah. wondering as far as the field is concerned, if pitching or hitting matters a little bit more. And I wanted to start there and then, you know, proceed. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's something that's w- worth looking at before we get to the games later yeah. in the week. No, I I really don't know. I, I don't know because I haven't followed it as closely as Jake and you. But uh, no, sure. that's an interesting angle that maybe you don't want to lean as much on the strong pitching teams because there's going to be more offense. And I'm curious what kind of totals we get posted later on this week because that, that could, that could sure. give us some information. Definitely. Yeah. I, it seems to me like 335 down the lines is probably a little more pitcher-friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe? Like, it's not royally pitcher-friendly, and certainly there are ballparks out there that are, you know, way larger. But I I think probably at this stage of the game, 335 sounds a little long to me. So, I, you know, I wonder if, say, pitching matters just a little bit more, and, you know, maybe you get the slightest edge there. And so if, say, you just have a really good hitting ball club, maybe that's something to kind of factor in. Or just kind of uh, fade the lopsided teams, you know, and put more... sure. Uh, value on the more well-rounded balance teams who can who have a bit of both right mm-hmm. maybe 
No, I mean, it's maybe as good of a way as any to do it just because. Aaron wants us to no say Virginia to so bad right now. I know she's dying. But I she's won't. Dying. But I won't. Yeah. <laughs> but I won't. In fact, not only won't we, we're going to move on to uh, today's MLB card. Uh, uh, several list of losers are in full effect here. Uh, several list of losers are on the bump for uh, today's action. And the one I want to start with is Jordan Lyles for the Royals going up against the Reds. And again, friend of the show here, Joe Osborne, pointed out that uh-huh. Jordan Lyles has made 13 starts and the Royals have lost all of them. He is a short favorite against the Reds, one of the more rambunctious and scrappier teams in baseball. And so, Joe, I'm wondering if Reds' money line is a good play here. I thought the Reds' money line would be a heftier price. In fact, I I just assumed that they would be the favorite. Technically not. It's basically even money. Uh, Last I see here, what, minus 115, minus 105 on the Cincinnati side? Yes, that is one of the – actually, a lot of games. Maybe more games than – any other day this season where we've gone, we've had an MLB card. Um, I absolutely circled Cincinnati. I thought with all the steam behind them, and it's not only Lyles, guys. When when you look at this Royals offense, the way that it's trending, we know the overall season has been bad, but but we look at how it's trending more recently. Last week, last couple weeks, God, they stink. They're in the bottom at just about every category. Last week, their way to runs created plus is 47. That's dead last. Over the last two weeks, it's 59. That's 29th in baseball. So they can't score, and they've got one of the worst starters in baseball going for them today. And it's about a pick and price. Yeah, give me mm-hmm. the Reds. Even first five, there's a book that has Reds plus 104. Ooh. Money line. Oh, I like that. I know. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Another well, way to isn't really any good either. So, <laughs> uh, well, and <laughs> that's that's the deal, though. It's, you know, there there may be ways to look at say individual props uh, and look at say total bases, uh, really on both sides, and there may be some value here. One thing I looked at. Uh, is it time to go back to the L.A. De La Cruz well, over one and a half bases at plus 120? Uh, you, talk about, you talk about someone with some great power, but also great speed. If he gets on base, chances are he's stealing a base, and boom, you've cashed at plus money. I like that a lot. Jonathan India mm-hmm. over one and a half bases at plus 120. I think both of those are very much in play here, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, and... I thought that the De La Cruz that you'd be have to you would have to uh, pay a price there, but it sounds like it, it's not all that bad. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the total is ten for a reason. Uh, we obviously don't know as much about Williamson, the lefty. He's only got five professional starts, so if that concerns you a little bit, yeah, um, betting on De La Cruz not not a bad look at all. Over one and a half total bases, you said. Over one and a half total bases for L.A. De La Cruz and Jonathan yeah. India. Those are the two guys I'm targeting here. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I think either of them work here. Um, Aaron, what's another game that stands out to you? Gosh, I was, I'm was. i thinking about backing Gonsolin. Um, his ERA, obviously, 2-2-1. Expected ERA, 4-57. And the XFIP is 526, but I think this is a good spot for him against Lance Lynn and the White Sox. Oh, Dodgers 
first five run line minus half a run is minus 125. I think this yeah, is a good hard, job for Gonsolin. Hard to argue that one now. If we, uh, if you look at this Dodgers lineup, there are a number of hitters that have good success, have a good history, rather, against Lynn, Peralta, Betts, even Hayward. We talk about this with every Gonsolin start, and we know the numbers are terrific. The peripherals do not look great. Like There's going to be some regression at some point. Yeah. He's got a 2 one mm-hmm. ERA and a 5-2-6 XFIP. Now, what's also interesting about Lynn, I know we're in, we're in fade Lynn, Lynn mode, and I don't have a problem with that, with this ERA of nearly seven, but he's got a 4.15 XFIP. He hasn't been pitching that bad. It, it, it seems like uh, luck has not been on his side. So, I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 340 BABIP? That's really high. That's going to level off mm-hmm. at some point. And that's part of the reason that you're seeing uh, that lower XFIP. I, I'm just bringing up cons- some concerns. I don't have a problem with backing the Dodgers at all. Better roster, better pitcher here. Um, I'm just I'm just bringing up, taking a look at yeah. the other side. But at some point, is- some, re- some of these results are going to go Lin's way. Yeah, there's discrepancy for both Gonsolin and Lynn, but I just don't expect things to go in Lynn's favor in the first five today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm really torn about this because I'm seeing sort of conflicting numbers here because on the one hand, Gonsolin did get extra rest. Uh, normally a scheduled start would have been Sunday. Instead, I think that was a bullpen game for the Dodgers, uh, but it wasn't Gonsolin. And then the Dodgers had Monday off. And so he has extra rest uh, in his favor. So that certainly helps. Uh, You mentioned Lance Lynn and that he's been really unlucky. That matters here. Uh, As far as stat cast numbers for Gonsolin, his strikeout rate is only in the 20th percentile. His whiff rate is only in the 20th percentile. His Woba X Woba difference is massively against him. So he is very much due for regression to the mean at some point. Maybe the extra rest suggests that it won't happen here, but definitely Gonsolin is someone that I want to fade soon. And so I wonder if maybe another way to play this is by fading both of them and taking, say, like first five over five total runs at minus 110. What do you think about that? Uh, I I like your argument, but I'm not going to bet it. I'm going (laughs) to stick to my first five. No, that's fine. You don't trust the White Sox. Yeah. No. Not against I get it. Yeah. Unless he really does regress to do it today. It do, yeah, it mm-hmm. does. You're right. 
I mean, it could happen, but God, you said it's minus 110? Yeah. I'll pass. Okay. No, thank you. Right. <laughs> Joe, oh, are God. you in? <laughs> uh, no, I would only consider the Dodgers, but I'm probably not going to bet it because there are a number of other games that I do like. Okay. All right. Where, which uh, one? What, Let's go. Yeah, Joe, which one? <sighs> Let's go with our Pittsburgh Pirates at the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, back on his losing Power. ways, J- Jamison Tyon. Yeah, I guess we're done with the Pirates now. It's not last week anymore. Uh, Jamison Tyon has had 10 starts this year, and the Cubs have lost nine of them. They can't do anything offensively. They're down there with the Royals over the last couple of weeks. Uh, let's see. Way to run created plus last week, 49. Last two weeks, 56. They're not scoring. I don't trust Tyon. Pirates plus 120 on the money line. Mm. Why do you think that the Pirates wow. are favorites? Or Pirates are dogs here. Why do you think they're dogs? I, hmm, fair question. The first place Buckos still, right? Yep. <laughs> I don't, I'm not quite sure. Is it Ortiz? I guess. I, I guess it's the Ortiz angle. But again, this Cubs offense, how, can, how are they trustworthy? Like, I'm not as concerned about that. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, that, that to me is the biggest question. Like, why are the Buckos just, I mean, they're not massive dogs here, but, you know, they're sizable dogs. That to me, mm-hmm. like, I, I'd like to know what the rationale is before I jump on in, uh, you know, especially with this one, because I, I, and we all agree that Tyon is struggling right now and the Cubs offense is struggling. Uh, they are home. I mean, it shouldn't matter that much. Uh, and maybe the, the Pirates, you know, maybe the idea is that they're due for regression. This, I don't know. This this one seems like there's some sort of trick here, see, and I want to know what it is first before I pounce on it. Pirates, the only team that has a positive run differential. It's close with St. Louis, but the only team that has positive run differential in the division. They have a winning record on the road. The Cubs are a game below 500. The Cubs, I don't know if this is still some a thing, but they have been unlucky over the course of the season, but not lately offensively. That's the part that gets me. So I still feel comfortable with Pittsburgh. I like that. A good, Mm -hmm. some, a plus money underdog in the pirates. Cause yeah, I mean, I don't understand that either. It's interesting. Yeah. It's the, the numbers do feel off, but I, I'm sure there's a reason for it, but I, I don't know what the reason is. Uh, Could, let's see. You know, you know I wonder yeah, if something we can ask Seamus in about uh, five, ten minutes when he joins us. Like The Pirates, not the most popular team nationally, do, do numbers reflect betting action at all? Because you know the Cubs are getting bet every day. Like, is that right. part of it where you're trying to tease people? Hey, plus money on the first place team. Why, why don't you bet on them? Mm-hmm. And it's just not happening. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever. Yeah. So something something is uh, a funky. Uh, let's see. What else we have here? We have uh, Patrick Corbin sighting going up against the Astros and Hunter Brown. Uh, when it comes to Corbin's history against the Astros, uh, yeah, really low strikeout number of 15%. Not a lot of plate appearances to show for it, but uh, really low batting average allowed of 190, low WOBA allowed of 271. So not that Corbin has a has an extensive history against the Astros, but it is fairly serviceable. And he hasn't been pitching poorly. 
So is there a way to back the Nationals if needed? Yeah, I was uh, thinking about that. Corbin has already matched his, uh, his F4 from last year. 0.8 mm. on the season. Exactly where he was last year when he had a uh, 6.31 ERA. But the pro- yeah, the problem is it's against one of the better teams in baseball. I, I was trying to figure out the same thing. Ed, you know, as for full game money line, we're getting better than two to one. But are, are you comfortable backing Corbin in this spot? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe first five, but not one. I, I felt better about some some of these other spots today. Not one. It grabbed my eye because of Corbin and people have been ma- making money actually betting him this year but not one I'll be betting on today. Yeah. Or perhaps do you take, or or perhaps you take the Nats uh, on the run line at plus 110 and give yourself some wiggle room. Yeah. You're giving up a lot, but is that perhaps intriguing? Is that what you're doing? Uh, I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Lightning best isn't (laughs) another hour and change. So I got time. Yeah, no big okay. deal. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Seamus McGee from BetMGM drops by to let us know what sharp action he is seeing behind the counter right here on the BetQL Network.